0: Hello everyone and welcome to Fat FM for another episode. My name is Brett Cole. Alongside me always is our ITM podcast guru, Lock and Colfa. how are we?
1: Not too bad, Brett. How about yourself?
0: Uh very well, Wog. It's been a, an interesting day. Uh especially in US politics. We might talk a little bit about that later. Oh,
1: must we? Anyway. Give him oh, more wow. random. I don't think we want to. <laughs>
0: oh, well, it's just it's very interesting.
1: Mm. Um yeah, well, uh,
0: With our very first episode where we've actually can review some games, so we'll get that a little bit later, uh, as well as, uh, you know, just some other general chit-chat around the club, a uh, preview of this week's matches, no interview this week, uh, unfortunately I've just, I forgot to ask the person that we were going to interview, so uh, you can blame me for that one, listeners, but...
1: Anyway. And we shall, and we shall.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a role for get
0: anyway. Um, now Walpate, you want to give a special thank you to a couple of individuals out there like you do every
1: other week? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So a big pat on the back to Nev Cooper. Uh, the delicious, tasty tune that you provided us that's uh, leading us into the podcast. And then uh and Watson, of course, marvelous work with your uh, beautiful logo there, my friend. So great work by both of those individuals. Uh, if you need any graphics work done, get in contact with uh with T Watson. And um, if you want if you want a mad beat. Um, I'm sure Nev Cooper can at least help you out or point you in the right direction. So I've been getting in touch with both of those individuals if you need help with any of them. Sounds good, Wog.
0: All right, well, We'll go straight, get straight into it. Uh, now, a little bit of information around the club. To be honest, it's probably not too much because it's all been probably drilled into everyone as a fair bit in recent times. The only things I will say is obviously uh, for, the, for the senior men's cricket. Um, you still need to continue to bring your own drink bottles and food for afternoon tea. And our rooms will be closed for the best part of the day. So only one or two people will be allowed in there at any given time, just so we don't have to clean after and give it a deep clean. Because I think that's probably uh, the least of what everyone wants to do. So, yeah, just be mindful of that. That's not to say you can't go into the room and put some food, especially at home. But um, yeah, we're closing our rooms of a Saturday uh, to everyone. And the drinks will be sold on the side window. Also, remember a reminder to bring your masks to games and to training and to wear them where possible. I know, umpiring, you are required to wear a mask. So please do. Um, again, this is a privilege, not a right to play cricket this year, as um, with things that have gone on, even though. Things have certainly improved in Victoria over the past week, which is fantastic. But just please try and do the right thing uh, where possible, because the last thing we want is something to happen. You know, someone um, gets infected or we have complaints from people that are not related to the career club for you know individuals not wearing masks and following laws and things like that. So please do that. Now, the ball money situation, well, just a little bit of a debacle. Uh, not maybe not a debacle, but I think we're going to go back to the cash uh operation. Um, I have had three people prepay me for the whole year, which is fantastic. So, two of them just happened to be on this podcast, WOG. So, <laughs> uh, if people want to go down that path, we're happy to do that. Uh, because we have to pay our umpires uh via EFT so or electronic funds transfer, not FBOS. I shouldn't mention, I should clarify that internet banking. So, if you wanted to go down that path, please let me know as soon as possible, and I can just um, maintain that and let relevant people know. Uh, but otherwise, if you're happy to pay via cash, we're happy to take that. And if you want to pay via um, internet banking at the ground on the day, just make sure you show the person a receipt that uh, that it's been paid into our account. So, everyone, I think a lot of people in our club, uh, they think uh, cash is king, so we'll stick with that until such time where cash is not king. I reckon that's just about nearly it, oh, probably Saturday, uh, Thursday, sorry, for those guys who are at training, we'll continue to keep doing what we're doing. So last week we had um, a group out in the middle, which was mainly uh, a compromise of A-grade and A-reserve people, with our B-grade and older guys in the nets for the first part of training. All the other guys did some centre-wicket stuff. It is because we're designated only meant to have 10 the nets at any one time. So if you are late to training, please um, go and uh, just come and seek out myself or someone like that and we'll work out what we will do with you. Um, don't just walk straight into the nets and grab a ball and things like that. unfortunately, that's not how this operates uh, this season. Probably if any season. So seek out the appropriate people for that. I think that's probably about it, Wog. Which is good. I'm not going to keep get, uh, drumming into people about certain things. So, uh, unless you can think anything, Wog, that I may have missed. Nope.
1: Move on. Uh,
0: no. Nope. Sounds good. All right. We'll do a bit of a review of this uh, last week's matches. Where do you want to start, Wog?
1: May as well start from the top. Work our way down.
0: Am I going through this, or are you? <laughs>
1: um. Well, I'm happy to go through it. So. Um, right over. So A-grade took on uh, Guildford at Guildford. Just a quick shout-out to the Guildford General Store. Uh, Your chicken and veggie pies are still excellent. Uh, Big (laughs) Thumbs up there, so I'll give you five stars for that. And uh, anyone that's in the region, I highly recommend giving their uh, their pies a go. A little bit expensive, but definitely worth every cent. Anyway, um, we're not getting paid for that plug anyway as well. That's just I think pies are delicious. Moving on. Um, So Guildford – did they win the toss, Brett? Uh,
0: yeah, I think they did.
1: Yep. So they won the toss and they chose to uh, have a bat first. Uh, they ended up making 129. Johnny Watson rolled in and took five for twenty in the uh, latter half of the innings. He just uh, did an excellent job of uh, wrapping up the tail. And Jeremy Priest uh, did an excellent job as well with his um, with his uh, beautifully looped leg spin got it for a couple of Dorothy's, but with the uh, dimensions of the Guildford ground, you sort of expect that, uh, particularly from any uh, slow bowler or spin spin bowler. So um, no, Jez put in an excellent spell. Um, so he took two for 38. So the fielding and the bowling were both uh, excellent. And I think Brett can agree with that. Uh, the boys did a really good job in the field and the energy was pretty uh, even and consistent throughout the day. Um, a couple so, of blinding catches, Wong. Uh, I'm not sure who from. I can't really remember who took any good catches, Brett. <laughs> Just giving you, pumping your tyres there, buddy. Um, Someone else too. <laughs> uh, so, and then, um, unfortunately, that's where I sort of uh, sadly fell away for uh, Muckleford, where uh, they were rolled for 79. The scorecard doesn't really show much or paint much of a pretty picture from a Muckleford perspective. Uh, Johnny Watson did a really good job with the bat, uh, making 24, and Ed uh, hung around for a little bit to get on to 12 uh, before being torched by John. Uh, you know, in a costly run out event. Uh, however, apart from that, um, I think the extras and uh, a, a late swashbuckling ten, swash buckling swash swash buckling ten from uh, Tim Gingell uh, paints a pretty sad picture of the day. I think my summary probably sums it up pretty well. You reckon, Brett? Yeah.
0: Look, uh, we definitely had a chance to win that. We just didn't bat very well at all. Uh, you know, top order didn't take much responsibility. Self included, um, and yeah, look, the wicket was certainly a little bit tricky. Um, you know, it was it was a little bit slow and a little bit too paced, but uh, that's no excuse for making eighty when you're chasing hundred and thirty. Uh, and I guess if you know, if we want to win games, we you know, their their totals we should have to should chase. But you know, full credit to Guildford, they bowled um, quite well. You know, didn't didn't stray too far from their lines, and uh, they fielded quite well. So. A lot of positive. There is positives to take out of that. It's just their batting just probably uh, needs to improve uh, a fair bit. So hopefully that will happen this week.
1: Indeed, and uh, I'll carry on through to the next match. Um, so a reserve took on Casemaine United at Mapson and, and Timmins. Uh, Michaelford batted first. So they won the toss and they chose to bat first, and they posted a um, handy uh, eight for one fifty-three. So uh, Aiden Coombs. Uh, at a, just over a run of ball thirty seven, so uh coach wasn't hanging around. And then our new fella by the name of Jason Thompson uh, contributed with thirty three, so well under Jason. Good innings there, um, and Tim Watson up the top of the order got thirty uh, as well. So I uh, did well to, I suppose, uh, plant a bit of a, ba- a base for the um, team to launch off of. But uh one fifty three, you think it would be a good good score out there, Brett?
0: Yeah, I think the boys said it was a little bit slow, which is. Uh... Yeah, I found it a little bit strange because we cut it pretty low out there, but um, there's a good, um, you know, the grass is fairly thick. So uh, yeah, 153 with the grass that long, uh, I would have thought that would have been a good enough score.
1: Mm, unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, so, Castleman chased down the runs at four for 154 in the 37th over. Uh, the wicket takers were who we got. Hadley Bassett got one for 14. Uh, D. Singh. Uh, the marbled uh, mustachioed uh, mustachioed marble uh, from Muckleford, triple M there, Brett, um, uh, took three for twenty seven and, and looking at his figures, bowled very very well. Unfortunately, wasn't much else as far as bowling went. So, yeah, a bit of a bit of a bit of a sad sad story there from Arizona. They did well to get a get a good score like one fifty three. And given it was a little bit slow, you'd probably think that would be like a I don't know maybe a one seventy on any other day, maybe a one eighty even. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate, but uh, I'm sure there's there's plenty of positives for the R reserve boys to take away from the day.
0: Yeah, not the, not, the, uh, not the worst result, but, yeah, they would have been, you know, confident they could uh, have a win and, um, yeah, unfortunately no good. But uh, that's life, I guess, and um, we'll move on, I guess. Um, yeah, look, again, there's probably positives taken out of that. You know, a couple of, a couple of guys got starts. You know, it's great to see as, uh, Jason Thompson... Uh, and you recruit get 30 odds so um, he might be might find himself in a higher grade uh, in a few weeks time but uh oh boy yeah it's yeah I don't I'm not quite sure I haven't really got to the bottom of it well i haven't spoken too much to the a reserve boys i think they did pretty <laughs> much everything right Just, i think one or two loose balls are over and they got punished with yeah they got received them while they were batting and probably didn't take uh, full um, control of it so Anyway, yeah, sure I'm on one. It's not the end of the world. Uh, exactly right. Face, uh, a team that didn't play last week, so they're all the better for the experience.
1: Yep. And then uh, the final game, and uh, scores haven't been fully updated in my cricket, so I can only go off of what I'm seeing here. But uh, Mucleford, two Muckleford sides played off, were played against each other. Uh, so Muckleford United batted first, with Muckleford winning the toss. And uh, Michael United posted four for 170. Unfortunately, because my cricket isn't updated yet, I can't see who made the runs. However, uh, Theo Theo Malik Cooper, the big fella who we interviewed a couple of weeks ago, uh, just just chipped in with a cheeky one for 21 off five. Uh, there must have been a couple of retirements in there as well, Brett, because there were four down and only one posted. Uh, we could take it from what I can see here. Typically,
0: Nick must have been three running outs. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the book, so I okay. cannot confirm or deny what happened in that game. But, uh, uh, I know there's a lot of kids out at the old ground, uh, which is great to see. So uh, yeah. all decked out in some shirts and new hats, so uh, even better. That's what we
1: like. Yep. And uh, you, yeah, 170 is a good score. Um, so... Muckleford will come back next week to see if they can chase down the runs, and uh, I think they'll have their hands full uh, trying to chase that down. It should be, a good, should be an excellent contest, and um, hopefully we can get as many people there to uh, see whether Muckleford can chase down the score that the uh, Combine side have posted.
0: I guess looking at that scorecard, Bob, from a Muckleford point of view, because that's the only one we can see, um, everyone had a bowl and at least bowled two or three overs, so yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's a great thing at grade uh, They share the ball around, and... Uh, Everyone gets a bit of a go, and uh, you know, prepared to lose games in order to develop kids. And uh, I think we've sort of always had that philosophy ever since I can remember. So um, that's great, and hopefully, yeah, muck with you. Hopefully, our kids did well out of that. I so said I'm not quite sure. I've only got five kids in that team, so don't know how they went. <laughs> yep,
1: indeed, and um, that's pretty much it. So uh, where do we do we go on to the next uh, next week's game, Brett?
0: Oh, I don't know, Wog, well, do you want to maybe take a short little break and um, we can come back and uh, preview this week's games and good. go over any other stuff that we need to do?
1: Sounds good. All right, so we'll, we'll take a short break, folks, and we'll be
0: right back. Are you looking to light up your house? Give Lachlan a call at Ambient Lighting and Electrical on 0438 752 799, or you can uh, visit his website on ambientlighting.com.au. He'll set the right ambience for you. Welcome back to Friday FM, and a very big thank you to our sponsor in ambient lighting. And if you want to give your business a bit of a shout-out, Wog, people can get in contact with us, can't they? And we'll give them a, a shout-out for some in-kind stuff.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So if you yeah, give us a call or well, get in touch with us, now hey, give us a call. Yeah, Wogger, as I, said, I, mentioned, I mentioned earlier, no interview tonight. I've been a little bit hectic. From my end and uh just haven't i didn't get around to talking to the person i wanted to but that hasn't stopped uh a lot of people coming up to me in the past week about last week's interview and how interesting that was so mm-hmm.
1: is, you, yeah. you say interesting i say torturous
0: no i say it was very interesting we mm-hmm. certainly learned a couple of things about you that we probably wouldn't know
1: so yes like i was responsible for 33 percent of greenhouse gas emissions <laughs>
0: So, we're going to, as I, said, I think we mentioned last week, we might do the odd uh, uh, player's partner uh, and we'll get them to talk about their partner and what we may know, not know about them uh, within the club. So, I think that was a bit of a success last week. Um, I know you're pretty keen to interview one, uh, Mrs. Future Cole. So, I don't know if she's that keen, but you can work on her. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I I, I, to, I totally agree, and, and in fact, I'll, I'll put the challenge out there to anybody in the club. Uh, if you would like us to interview you or even as your partner, uh, reach out to us because we'll happily we'll happily take it on board and uh, see what we can do to to get you involved.
0: Yeah, good call. Now, also last week, while well, we broke some very very big news about the AFL draft and a nomination, now huge spoke, spoke to Callan during the week. And he had a Geelong number ringing, and I think he thought it was Chris Scott, or I don't know who the list manager is down at Geelong. But Stephen uh, Wells, is it Stephen Wells? Well, there you go. So he thinks that Geelong have been in contact with him uh, about uh, uh, needing another midfielder. I do see today that they're contemplating getting rid of Jack Stevens. So Stevens in, uh, out, half in. I think might be the uh, might be on the cards.
1: The chess pieces are moving ever so slowly in the favour of young Callan Huff. His AFL oh. career is only just beginning.
0: Who would have thought? But anyway, good on you, Huffy. Uh, now, while we'll keep continuing the slow burn. Now, hopefully, if I get remember, I'm going to bring out the wheel tomorrow night. So, No, oh boy. I know I'm probably going to have to spin it for my efforts last week. Not good enough. So, I think I'm the only one, though. So... Um, yeah, we'll get out the wheel and we'll get some dares on there. Hopefully, we can fill that by the end of the night, and we can um, we'll uh, do some retrospective spins and uh, get that going and and raise some all important funds so for that potential end of season trip if we're allowed to go any. Although the borders from Victoria look like they're going to open up, so good news. Happy days. Now, Wager, you've uh, the last few weeks you've been going back in time and looking at some. Uh, some documents from 10 years ago, and I think you've found something this week that you want to
1: share. Um, well, not necessarily stuff that I really want to share, but there's uh, first up, I failed to mention the answer to the player profile that I gave out the other week, so I apologise for that. But uh, for those that were playing along, the answer to that player profile was one Stephen Compt, uh, who was our ex-coach uh, and a Michael stalwart for quite a while there um and also i think he was an areas of captain as well uh, so he also a c-grade coach um so steve did a steve did a of work for the club a, a while ago and was also one of the uh, founding members uh, of that of them as well so uh if you're listening steve hello i hope you're very well and um yeah, so I apologise to all the listeners out there uh, about that. Now, I have been trawling through these uh, MCC coaches' corners documents, trying to figure out uh, what would be some more good content and just nice little bite-sized teasers uh, that I can that I can give the uh, give the fans and the listeners. But no, nah, bugger that! Um, I'm taking it upon myself that I'm actually going to launch launch my own Patreon page for this. So I'm going to put I'm going to sort out I'm going to figure out how Patreon works and uh, put all this content up so that anyone can Patreon? just... Patreon is like a paid service. Um, so it, you pay a subscription and you uh, subscribe and you can listen to the content. So the great cricketer do a similar thing. Um, so I'm going to take it upon myself to uh, release... All of these documents on Patreon, with some of, with the funds going to directly to the club. So uh, if you'd like to, I'll post out the details of all this in the uh, in the future, folks. Uh, just so just leave it with me for the time being. However, uh, the wheels are in motion for this, even though I don't know how that's going to happen yet. <laughs> there's some humorous stuff in there, though, isn't it? Oh, we were talking about this off air, Brett. I mean, there's there's some stuff here that just like I'm, I'm I'm putting it on Patreon because it is quite racy content and probably doesn't age well um however uh, you know for anyone that's interested and and wants a good lot might have enjoy it um i might um yeah i think i think putting up on patreon might be a good idea so leave that one with me and i'll get back to the the listeners about how you can access that in the future now i have had one other request come over my desk during the week, brett um, is that, uh, you, know, you Brett can probably see this because we're, uh, we're doing this over a video conferencing uh, piece of software. Uh, I'm wearing a Muckleford Truckers hat. You now I I did take it upon myself a couple of seasons ago to put in an order for Muckleford Truckers hats and there's quite a few members around the club that have bought their own. However, uh, since I put in that last order, there has been some new members and I have had a lot of questions about if I could order in some more Truckers caps. Now, I can do that. However, like Brett's orders with uh, his clothing and his hats and merch and all that, uh, I need a minimum number of people to do that. So if anybody is interested in wanting to buy a trucker's cap, please get in touch with me at your earliest convenience. Uh, I'm in no rush to put in an order for this. I can probably even put this off even until the end of the season if I need to, but I need a minimum of 15 to 20 so if anyone would like to get a muckleford tra- trucker's cap, um, I can put a design of it up on our socials or even our website. Uh, basically just a uh, sort of a, a maroon sort of mesh with a, with a gold sort of front and a maroon logo and a maroon writing on the top. Uh, there are quite a few members, quite a few club members are wearing them, so you should be able to see them around the traps just to have a bit of a closer look. Uh, but if you would like one, please get in contact with me. Very good. Well, that it? Yep, I think so. Can't well, think of anything there, else. Well, there said three things, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> we, play, we, play profile Patreon page, page and Trucker That's Three things. Oh, go. Oh, good.
0: All right. Well, we might move into a preview of this week's games, and before we uh, wrap up for another uh, Fight FM episode. Now, Seagrade, Grade they continue their week uh, their um their fixture this week. Uh, sea Grade play all two day fixtures, mm-hmm. so. Uh, they will continue with uh, Muckleford United, United posting 170 last week, so Muckleford uh, trying to chase those down. Now, Friday night, Wagga, the women's kickoff for their opening round of the season, and they venture out to Harcourt. So both these teams last year were new to the concept, so it'll uh, be, be interesting to see how both teams go. Uh, I think we've got ten or eleven, a couple of new, uh, maybe one or two new girls. So always very pleasing to see that. We're always after new, uh, some new females. Um, it is a very laid back um, atmosphere. So um, yeah, please if you want to get involved in that, let me know or let one of the girls know that are playing. But they're playing out at Arcot at six o'clock on Friday night. I don't really have much else of a preview, bogger because I have no idea what the girls are like. Um, I That'll think be- we beat them last time, so yeah, we'll, we'll say they'll have an easy victory.
1: We'll back We'll back them. We'll get behind yeah. them. We'll get around them. Exactly, especially those
0: girls from Mendigo. Yeah. They could be the key, I think. Mm. Uh, anyway, so B grade. We'll start from the bottom this week. They uh, play their first game of the year, um, also against Harcourt, out of Harcourt at 1pm, so I'm assuming be there at 12.30. Actually, there is something I've failed to say earlier for the for the teams that are playing away um if you could go and seek out where you need to sign in at the grounds for COVID reasons you could do that as soon as you get there i think most teams that was raised at the cdco meeting tonight um that would be greatly appreciated home teams have got a fair bit of fair bit to organize in terms of setting up and and things like that so as soon as you get there, from a away team perspective, so that's B grade, A grade, and the women's this week. Please seek out where you need to sign in and do so, uh, because we need to. All clubs need to keep a register of who's at the ground in case something happens. So, B grade, go and seek. Apparently, Harcourt's is up at the where they get uh, the bar is, So, go and do that. Now, obviously, B grade last year won the premiership. I think Harcourt didn't make the four. So. B-grade will be a little bit different this year, I think, with uh, a couple not playing in our higher grades. But I think B-grade will have uh, – well, they're going to get a couple back. So Chris Edwards to be back this year after, I think he – what was it, Bogger Smitty. It frozen shoulder, I think he said. So uh, I don't know if that means he put it in a freezer for six months or something like that. I'm, I'm not quite sure. So
1: has uh, bowling, bowling too many balls. has actually come to the conclusion that his arm's frozen over because he's bowled too many balls. Yeah, we'll go with that,
0: hog. So, uh, yeah, I think our B grade should have a win. They'd be disappointed if they don't. A Reserve take on Maiden Gully out at Matson and Timmons Oval. So, Maiden Gully, the newcomers to this division and I guess the association. So, they had the buy-in round one. Um, so, our guys will have one. That, well, probably some of them will have two games uh, up on those guys. So, uh, there'll be a couple of inclusions back into our Reserve that didn't play last week. Um, at all, so uh, that'll be interesting to see. They'll strengthen their batting, and Aries uh, will strengthen their batting with captain Kyle Cordy back this week. He's decided uh, he's not going to shear, so uh, you know priorities next time, Kyle. Please, <laughs> um, you know you can shear sheep in your own time. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't listen to this, so I don't have to worry about it getting back to me. <laughs> um, so they take on my Yeah who, who knows how Maiden and Gully are? Got no idea. I think they're a fairly young team uh, in their lower grades. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go. I was gonna, it's gonna, uh, they don't wear colours, whereas if they did an reserve it'll be maroon or maroon. So, um, yeah, see how our A-Reserve go. I reckon there's someone else that didn't play last week. I just can't remember. Obviously, when we're recording this, teams haven't been announced, but, um, yeah. I can't, don't know if there'll be any changes or not. In Agreed uh again, when you get to Newstead, uh, find where you need to sign in. I'm assuming that'll be outside their social rooms. Uh, take on Newstead now. Newstead uh, beat Maiden Gully in Agreed last week. Um, they were they were staring down the barrel of a defeat about sixty overs into the game, but they took ten for fifty, I think, and rolled oh. Maiden Gully and won with by twenty runs. So. Uh, the last time we played Newstead was in a two-day game. We actually won this quite convincingly. Yeah, the bowled them out for 110 in a rain-affected game, um, and passed them four or five down. So we had a little bit different composition. So did they as well, though? They certainly don't have their left-arm orthodox. They did last year. Is a very, very good spinner. So looking at their side last week, not a lot's changed. A couple of guys have had to come up into their a, from their A reserve into their A grade, but. They're still going to be a very tough opponent. Uh, we're going to have to bat a lot better than we did last week. Hopefully, the small to uh, Now, I know the ground's also changed out there while in terms to the surface. Apparently, the surface out there is absolutely mint. It's cooch. And cool. apparently, it's been cut to about a oh, half, about a mil or, or something. Yeah, right. like so it is very, very short. And Apparently, you're going to get very your shots. And especially. Short, boundary, square of the wicket for a right-hander, as in backward square, or, you know, through gully or mid-wicket for a left-hander, which hopefully might suit Moody. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can put up a lot better show than last week and um, come away with uh, three victories in the senior men's comp and hopefully a ladies' victory in that. Anything you want to maybe add to that, Wog? Uh,
1: nope. Good luck to all nope. teams on the weekend. Uh, if you can uh, yeah. let let, all, let your selectors know or let the selectors know even your captains about your availability, that would be hugely appreciated. It uh, makes the yep. selection a heck of a lot easier for everybody um, and it makes the selectors' job a lot easier because they're not chasing around people on Thursday nights with selections and whatnot. So uh, if you can make, make your intentions known for this weekend uh, to your nearest captain or selector, that would
0: be good. Yep, 12.20 for the A-grade guys out at Newstead. Uh, and everyone don't forget ball money. You can pay cash if you want to pay via online banking Just make sure you show the receipt to the relevant person or you can prepay a fair chunk in advance Just let me know that Well, well I think we are nearly come to an end of another episode of Fight FM. Uh Is there anything else on your mind that you want to get off maybe about Donald Trump? uh very interesting the US election. I don't think I'd really want to be living in the United States of America at the moment. I'm very glad I live in Australia. Let's just say that.
1: Nah, don't really want to Don't really want to get involved to talk about it, to be honest with you, Brad. I think Trump gets too much airtime as it is, so uh, the less we speak yeah. about him, the better.
0: Yeah, as I'm very thankful for living in Australia. I'd hate to live in the US. Well, Wog, if you've got nothing else, we might... Uh, nothing else, Wog? Nope. Nah, all right. Past their bedtime, it is up 20 past nine when we're finishing this episode. So that's me, Loch and Cole Furt. My name is been Brett Cole, and this has been another episode of Fight FM.